trigger warning for sexual assault, depression, suicide, all of those things. I'll put that at the beginning. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Padma. And this is Chicks. Licks. And other unrealistic representations. Sometimes you say the whole thing. Sometimes (laughs) you pause. So I just wait for it. (laughs) We can say it together. Next time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yep. The movie. Well, at least I read the book. Yeah. So I'm going to try it. Well, I read it a while ago. Probably should have reread it. Yeah. But I'll be pulling things from the book. Yeah. And. We watched the movie. It was it's it's a very sad. It's a yeah, it's a very sad movie. Yeah. I forget how sad it is. I'm just kinda like, yeah, you know, it's high school, whatever, but like constantly it's like you're like fine and it's like, oh yeah. yeah. There's nothing exceptionally happy about the movie. It's just right. sometimes it's normal and sometimes it's really sad. Yeah. And that's about it. True. But it, I mean it's really star studded cast. Emma Watson uh, and Ezra Miller, Paul Rudd for some reason. Paul Rudd. What uh, Logan Lerman. Dil- Dylan Logan. McDermott. Yeah, Logan Lerman. And Logan Lerman. And then Dylan McDermott is I was Why was I thinking Dylan O'Brien for a second? <laughs> yes. I was, like, confusing him oh and gosh. Logan Lerman in my head, and oh I was like, gosh. which one is it? No, it's Logan Lerman. Yeah. They kind of look similar. Wait. Who's Dylan O'Brien? I don't, I don't the guy in the Maze Runner. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Dylan O'Brien... Whoa. Is he in anything else other than the Maze Runner? He was in that teenage show... Wow, very specific. <laughs> I know. I'm. Was it Teen Wolf? Oh, I didn't watch. That. I, I never watched it either. But I mainly from the Maze Runner. Huh. Anyways, they both have like black hair. Yeah. And like whoosh to the side. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was thinking. I about. confuse Logan Lerman with that guy from like uh, what's it called? Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. I'm so bad with names. I just know, like, from the Wallows. Oh, his name is also Dylan something. (laughs) It is. It's it's Dylan. Dylan is too common of a name. Dylan Dylan something. They they do look similar. For me, it's, like, the hair. But then the the Dylan one, he, like, dyed his hair pink or something recently. Wow. Choice. No, but I love the Wallows. Yeah, I've listened to a song by them. Two songs. They, I really love them. Anyways, so, like, I can respect him as a person because, like, the band. He's in Logan? No, Dylan? the Dylan. The 13 oh. Reasons Why guy. Oh, well, that's interesting. I didn't know that. You didn't? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Now you know. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, like, the singer. Or, like, they, like, switch between singing him and the... I, I know his name is... I forget. Are you bored yet? Because it had... Oh, yeah. Claro. And it. Yeah. He was dating Claro. Is huh? he still? I don't know. They're like, isn't Clara like? Doesn't she make? Doesn't she like buy or something? Probably. I only know her from her gay <laughs> songs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So first of being a wallflower. First of being a wallflower. Depressing, but in a cathartic way. Actually, no. You no. watch it and you're like, something has been taken from me. <laughs> like yes. I feel <laughs> empty on the inside. Yes. For me, what I felt was like whatever's the opposite of nostalgia. Oh. I felt like. It wasn't as if I was looking into the past missing something. Yeah. I was looking back and realized I was lacking something. Oh. And it was it, it was that combination because I watched it, like, over quarantine. And yeah. And our senior year had been cut short. Yeah. So, like, they're all, like, celebrating prom and graduation and moving out. And but that was the first time you watched it. That was okay. the very first time I watched mm-hmm. it was in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, I was literally feeling this emptiness inside. Yeah. Like, I never got the prom or graduation <laughs> or anything. Like, there were kind of very shallow reasons for me to be upset. I guess. But at yeah. that moment, I was like, it just, 
the movie makes it feel like so much and it like it is so much and I was feeling that all at once yeah, and it was like yeah. made me empty inside. Yeah. I watched it first in high school, so I was like I couldn't I didn't necessarily relate to any of it. I don't think yeah. it's the most relatable movie because it's a very exceptional right. group of people. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know, it just it was very much like it made me feel like a teen in that time, even though I wasn't at all. That yeah. movie is such a period piece. Let's be yes, honest. It, it, it stands alone well, but like, it's very much like a testament to like that era, mm-hmm. that grunge, you know, two thousand five yeah, era, yeah, yeah. like that, like too much eyeliner and like weird, like greasy hair. Yeah, like Mary Elizabeth in her like I'm a Buddhist yeah. in her half hair and like yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it follows. Um, What's his name? What's his name? Hold on. What's his name? What's his Charlie. name? Charlie. Charlie. Why Charlie? did I want to say Peter? Is Peter a character? Uh, I'm getting random <laughs> names in my head today. Yeah, Charlie is a freshman in high school. Yeah. And he has a lot of trauma, but he, he doesn't know it yet. He just came back from, like, a mental health Right, because his, cause his best friend had shot himself the year yeah. before. Yeah. And they were literally, like, 13 or 12 yeah. at that point, and that's yeah. insane to me. I know, yeah. So, like, he's entering high school, and he doesn't have any friends. He's, like, yeah. that nerd kid who's really quiet and, like, writes a lot. And uh, and then he makes friends with some with seniors. Patrick. Patrick that's why Peter came to my head, which okay. sounds like Patrick. Yeah. Patrick and Sam, which are seniors, and they basically just, like, adopt they adopt him. him. to their friend group, They're, yeah. Like, this little child needs our help, and we're seniors. Yeah. And it's so endearing and sweet. It's endearing and sweet, but also, like, I don't know, I just watched the movie, and I'm like, why do you guys think that you're, like, all that and a bag of chips? Like, their friend group just makes me feel uncomfortable at times. Why? Because I'm like, like, oh, you guys think that you're so, like, fun and quirky, but, like, just, uh, it's like they're trying too hard, in my I opinion. I think that's the like, fault of the movie, maybe. I guess. Yeah, no, probably, yeah. Because no, it's not, like, them, it's just, like... I think it's the fault of the movie, and, like, yeah. they're, like, the way, especially the way Emma Watson acts, she's always a little bit extra, <laughs> yeah. which, like, I love her, but yeah. she's always a tiny bit extra, and yeah. you can feel that. Yeah. Which, I mean, in the book, obviously, it's gonna feel a lot more natural, mm-hmm. and... They they were like, they are genuinely cool in my opinion. Sure, there's a line that like she says to Charlie at like the party. She's like, "Welcome to the island of misfit toys." Or yeah, like, she's like, okay. "Welcome to the island yeah. misfits." And oh my god, it's fine. You know, they're not. But I mean, that's kind of. I guess that's kind of the uh, one of the points of the movie. So like the title, like perks of being a wallflower. So Charlie's the wallflower, right? Watching like everyone live their lives mm-hmm. and like. It's funny because, like, he's the one struggling the most, and yet, like, he sees all of their pain, too. Yeah, he's a very empathetic character, very and you empathetic. can tell. He notices ev- things that right. no one else he's, does. He's good with feelings, and he just feels so much. He's like a sponge. He is a sponge. Yeah. And you just you can't help. He's the type of kid that's, like, just want to give him a hug. He's so sad. He's so sad. All the time. <laughs> he just needs a little help and, yeah. like... A little help. A, li- a lot of help. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, everyone in the movie does. Like, every right. single character is, like, going through something. Like, his sister with, like, an abusive relationship. Her boyfriend. Yeah, and, and like... Poor Patrick. Should we should we talk about... Just start talking about Patrick and Brad. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with that. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, let's start with that. We'll start with that. So, Patrick is... Um, 
He's not. He's not even like the token gay character. He's pretty dynamic. He's, yeah, he's, like fun and like outgoing, whatever. Yeah, he's just like literally just doesn't care what people think. Yeah, and he'll go up and he made fun of their woodshop teacher. Yeah, gets called nothing for the rest yeah. of the year, which is. But he honestly just doesn't care. Yeah, and I love how when Logan, not Logan, Charlie, Charlie, Charlie first sees Patrick like during the woodshop class, mm-hmm. and he's like, I feel bad for him when the teacher was like. Yeah. Oh yeah, you should stop that. And I guess Charlie was like, "Why doesn't he feel embarrassed?" Like I would yeah, feel embarrassed. Charlie yeah. felt bad for him, but that's not who Patrick is. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the opposite of Charlie in many exactly, ways. Yeah. He's like that outgoing, and he's the one who's willing to be friends with Charlie mm-hmm. and like kind of just show him around high school. And but it's also like you know that's kind of what you know the movie presents to us. Like Patrick doesn't care about anything, but also like he tries to put on like a bravado. You know, it's like. I, I don't care about anything, and, like, if I don't care about anything, nothing can hurt me. Yeah. That's kind of, like, his character arc, because he's in a secret relationship with... with Brad. The quarterback, probably? Right, he's, he's like, a, football a star player. football player. Yeah. And... He's it, internalized homophobia, and, like, he's not out to anyone, and, like, they just, like, And you can tell, her. and his parents, he doesn't want to come up, come out, yeah. and probably deal with, what, the entire school's opinion. Yeah, and, yeah. Because, you know, 2012. I know. And it, that relationship really broke my heart. Yeah, because then, like, Charlie, not Charlie, Brad's dad finds them. You know what I just realized? None of the relationships ever work out no. in this entire movie. Of course not. Movie. It's high school. No, but, I don't, like, every other movie's like, oh, they get together at the end. Yeah. Very, like... I guess it's a little more realistic. In yeah, every single relationship in this movie just, like, doesn't work out, falls yeah. apart. Or there's like, distance between them. Yeah, yeah. It just, there's nothing stable, which is so much more realistic. Oh, yeah. When you, like, I'm just thinking, like, to all the boys, it's like, why, you're going to end up with, like, one person for all of high school? That's, I know, like, right? so boring yeah. and so unrealistic and, like, yeah. you're literally in high school. Yeah. Like, stop trying to be a perfect couple or mm-hmm. anything. And, yeah, anyways. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. So, yeah, I'm so So, you got Patrick and, and Brad, because... I don't know, even while I was reading the book, I was like, oh yeah, maybe Brad will come out, and then maybe they will end up together, and no. there's that little part in my heart, it's just like, maybe the whole school will accept Honestly, them. yeah. And... A lot of the book is like, here's a little spark of hope, let me just crush that for you. <laughs> yes, every single part yeah. of it. So what happens is like, Brad's dad finds them, and he like, beats up Literally, Brad. Yeah. And the thing about beats that... Beats up, like, yeah. with like, there's, this, there's like... like what are the bruises, words? Like, scars and yeah, bruises, like, on yeah. his face, like, visible. And, and like, Brad, like, oh, my God. What do you say? Patrick, he got hit by a car or something. Like, he got, like, mugged or something. Yeah. And, like, in the scene, like, I think Patrick describes it. He's, like, Brad just said, like, just leave, like, to Patrick. And, mm-hmm. like, eventually I did. And, like, it kind of, like, shows how Brad kind of thought that he deserved that, you know? Like, he didn't want to stop it at all. He was, like, I, I deserve this. And that, that broke my heart. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, Brad is kind of, you know, all of his shittiness is because of his internalized homophobia, but, like, you know, it kind of humanized him and a little bit. Yeah, because they're really, you think and about like, a kid like that, what what is he supposed to do? I know. He, like, run away from home? I know. Like, or just get beat up by his dad every yeah. day? There's literally nothing this poor kid can do yeah. but, like, maybe leave for college. Yeah. Even then, there's, there's a, a whole yeah. world of whatever, and that'll take time for him to deal with it and mm-hmm. everything but for Patrick and Brett and it hurt Patrick it hurt. so much yes he has to someone he loves 
not being able to accept himself and he not and able to reject him in the process. Right, like, because Brad doesn't think in the first place that he deserves Patrick and, and like he doesn't want to And he also like associates Patrick like that's the thing about a lot of like queer relationships. There's a, there can be toxicity if like someone still has internalized homophobia because you take it out yeah. on your partner because mm-hmm. you're like if I'm wrong then you're wrong and that's kind of what Patrick did to or Brad did to Patrick and you kind of like it's so, like what happens after their whole breakup thing is like Patrick like someone takes one Charlie of out like on several nights yeah, yeah. and even before that. Um, one of Brad's friends like trips Patrick over. No, after. Oh, no, that, that that was before. I think before yeah. because then, and then yeah, and I think then they all his friends start beating up Patrick and yeah. like Brad isn't he's not speaking out for him or no. not even acknowledging him like he's like a nothing yeah. to him yeah. and they literally start fighting right yeah, Brad and they Patrick do. they and, start yeah and all that anger I'm like they loved each other at one point and. It's so sad. To it's sad that like everything it got to that point. It, everything around them had to, and it, it really, I don't know. There's something like soul crushing about that scene when like Patrick is getting beaten up, beaten up because it's like, you know, this is it's kind of like a weird reminder that like this is what can happen when you're yourself. You know, people can like, yeah for me ad- completely reject you. I know he's already heartbroken, and the little cherry on top is like you're gonna get beat up by yeah. all these football guys yeah. too. Yeah. Oh my god. And that's when you can really see that, like, Patrick isn't, you know, he's not just this guy that doesn't care about anything. He, he cared about Brad. And, a lot. Yeah, because the way that, like, Charlie describes it, it's like, you know, during, at the beginning of the night, it's like, he'd be, like, he happy. He starts out happy and then, and then slowly gets sad and yeah. sad and yeah. gets depressed. And See, and then there's no, like, happy ending, like. Yeah, no, not with that situation at all. No, not, yeah, no. it just ends with, I guess they're just gonna have to forget about each other and then they just go on to college mm-hmm. and that'll just be like a memory in his past of like and like who even knows Brad. if brad like found himself afterward i feel like the, the likelihood <laughs> no the likelihood is like he just he had a steady girlfriend he married her 30 years down the line he no. divorces her because he's like oh i'm actually i'm i'm gay <laughs> and, uh, that's that's probably what his life ended up being there's that or like he does come out to his parents and then just completely cut off like yeah. completely like on his own yeah that's and not great either for himself mm-hmm. that's not great either wow that's grown up kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what it's like i guess oh the movie is it's fairly real in a lot of ways 100%. but I feel like, I don't know, the the aesthetic of the film in a lot, like, I'm just, like, it's real, but, like, in that, like, punk song kind of way. The indie yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. But, like, this was, this was before indie. I feel like indie films now have, like, a soft vibe to them, but this one is very much, like, sharp. It's, like, huh. it's, like, a, how do I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same fuzziness. It's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the way that it's presented in my mind. It's, it's very... There's, like, a specific, like, photo filter. You know, like, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? It's, like, that bronzish photo filter that's, like, what's it called? I don't know. It's, no, 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 it has a name, but that's, like, that. It's, it's <laughs> just, like, like, everything's filtered through that no, specific color yeah, palette. Yeah, that like. color palette and, like, just in my mind. I, I For some reason, I have a difficult time 
taking this movie 100% seriously because of the era, era that it was made in. Why? Like, I don't know. There's just something Wait, weird and, like, in self-serving and about that time. It's kind of like, you know, everyone thinks that they're struggling, but, like, it's it's not that bad. But it is... Don't, I, don't I don't ask know. me. It's a weird... It, no, it's a weird thing in my... It, I don't know. It's just... A lot of it feels like they're trying to get a reaction out of the audience, you know? It's like, this. oh, this is how life is. Like, even, like, the decent scenes it's kind of like you know they're i know what presenting you mean something it's, instead of like just existing i know what you mean because for me that hit the most at the very end where they're driving through the tunnel in the car and you say a line like we are infinite yeah and there's like you can't have an emotional payoff without having the right build up to it or yeah. just like i know right yeah you can't have a moment just for for the sake of a moment, it's the idea of like, oh, we're gonna have a graduation speech at the end because mm-hmm. this is the moment. Yeah, it's the moment that mm-hmm. everyone's going to hear like that amazing one-liner and like you quote it off the movie. Yeah, and this is it. Yeah, that's what that feels like. Yeah, when you say we are infinite. Yeah, honestly, even it's- the first time that like Sam was like, oh, I'm gonna do the car thing. Like the fact that they have like little like quirky things. I'm just like, this is so. Staged. But the thing is like. No, that the thing it is, was, I they're love... the they're the OG. Like they started it. Yeah. Like it's a it's yeah. No, 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 that's the thing. And... Yeah, it honestly that movie like made the trope. I I get that. Right. But you know because like we're used to the tropes and stuff. But like I see the tunnel scene and I'm like I want to do that. I want to stand exactly. on the top of like a yeah. truck and like you know hold my arms out and not get hit by anything. Yeah. But, like it's um. I think I remember in the book another thing they would do is like. When it was someone's birthday, they would get a huge sheet cake mm-hmm. for that person, like, during lunch. Oh, wow. That was, like, a thing. Like, they'd just bring in, like, a huge sheet cake and be like, happy birthday. <laughs> That's fun. So then, anyways, yeah, you're right. They did all these, like, quirky things. Yeah. Like, they during, are like, the, the they, homecoming scene, like, one song plays and, like, like This is actually good music. Yeah. Which I relate to because they never play good music, first of all. What is good music? Just, it's always they not always like play. they always play like the top forty yeah, or like it's not all bad. No, it, you can't dance to like the music they play. What are you if talking they're about? playing, especially they start playing a bunch of like rap songs. You can't dance. What rap songs? It depends on the rap song. Well, the ones they play are not the ones you can dance to. I mean, trust me. I feel like I'd like dance. Do you remember like prom? Bonde. Not the dance itself. I remember everything around the dance. <laughs> but do you remember the music they played? Because it was not good. No, they played like some Beyonce. There were some good songs. That's what I mean. But the some good songs in between like See, 10 but the thing is, bad songs. Sam and Patrick would not consider anything remotely popular as good music. They <laughs> The way that they act about music, honestly, that like, ugh, because like they, they act like they invented listening to like 80s music, popular 80s music. Right. They don't even listen to like the niche stuff. They listen to popular 80s music and they're like, we're so different for this. Like, <laughs> I would never listen to like Kesha or whatever. Like, that's such garbage music. I but listen I think to vinyls. It's better on vinyls. I think that's how teenagers are. Oh, yeah, sometimes. yeah, of course. You're, they're so like that. Like, you find a certain niche and but, you want I mean, to, like, they just want to like emulate that personality of like being cultured and. They think they know what they're doing. I feel like I was more like that in middle school than high school, though. High school, I was <laughs> We too just matured faster. I was too self-aware. I was like, I don't want to be that person, you know? I know. But I don't, they that's who they are. Yeah. 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 I, I shouldn't judge them, I guess. I know. <laughs> I truly shouldn't. I know. Just the music thing kind of bothered me. And I'm like, I, honestly, this movie was... It's, it's, 
we've seen it about so many movies, but like it's so aggressively white. <laughs> a lot of it is oh, just yeah. like bam. White power. <laughs> white power. <laughs> like it's it's that movie is a part of white culture, whatever that means. <laughs> but it's a part of it. It's like in that level. It's like all the white kid problems. Yeah, yeah. And like some of them are like real but like a lot know. to handle. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, you know, homophobia and like addiction that's a thing in that i think kind of yeah um yeah sexual abuse is a big theme in the movie Um, because a lot of characters that's what like abuse in general i feel like Mm -hmm. is a big whether it be like physical or sexual like every single character like just reveals that they've been abused and even like some of their relationships like even they're like borderline no like between like each other and i think that's something that's very real about the movie the way that it shows that like People hurt people. You can hurt your friends. You yes. can hurt people that you're close to, even without intending on doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, when Sam kisses Charlie for the first time, like, she, he, she brings up, like, memories for him, and, like, she didn't intend on doing that. And, like, the way that it happened, it kind of feels like a coercion a little bit. kind of feels like she's using him in a way. And, oh. like, she doesn't intend on doing that. It's not, like, malicious, but their entire dynamic can feel like that a little bit that like weird push and pull and that's fairly realistic you know? i think because she is older than him like yeah. a senior to a freshman yeah. and she knows what she's doing in a way like she's not necessarily like for him he's just like chasing it's all the, new to yeah, him yeah exactly and like he's just like chasing the feeling of like liking her but she has a lot of different baggage that influences yeah that but and then i think another way this isn't while they're all playing like truth or dare and then Patrick's like oh kiss the prettiest girl in the room and yeah. he kisses Sam yeah and that causes a whole bunch of hurt in all directions don't date within your friend group like <laughs> no offense or anything but like it's not gonna work out it's not gonna work well, out well that's based on your experience N- not shut up <laughs> <laughs> no 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 shut up shut up shut up shut up but shut I mean up. no 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 but like even in this movie like it it's because Charlie dates Mary Elizabeth Mary Elizabeth it well, that shatters everything. I think that that relationship was no, funny to me like, because because okay, yeah. he never intended on it. No. It's the kind of thing that, like she's the senior, more experienced, yeah. so she's the one who just kind of dragged him along. It's like yeah. we're dating now, yeah, and you can't say no. It's also very much her personality, right? And then Charlie's the personality, be like, okay, I'll do whatever you want, yeah. and yeah. he just kind of got stuck in that relationship without even meaning to. And honestly, I feel like Charlie is. He gets used a lot in this movie. Right. The perks of being a wallflower is getting used and He does get used. That's what... I remember there's another part in the book where I think... You know how Patrick kisses him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the book it happens, like, multiple times. Like, multiple times Mm -hmm. they go out at night and Mm -hmm. Patrick repeatedly kisses him. And then later, um, Charlie's talking to Sam about this. And Sam's like, why didn't you ever tell him to stop? Mm. And and Charlie was like, well, because he felt sad and I thought he needed that. And Sam is like... You can't just keep doing things to for other people or yeah. because you think, like, they need it. Like, you need to start doing things for yourself, mm. which is a very important That's moment. That's very important Very moment. important for his character. For Charlie's character, and it kind of reflects Sam's character because she did a similar thing when she was younger with, like, a bunch of, like, it kind of, I she bet. has a backstory. Like, yeah. she was just kind of, in, in many ways, she was sexually abused without, like, actively being, like, you know, you know that whole, like, rape story like that that narrative that a lot of people try to put around rape like oh you have to like have been like attacked or something like no hers was through relationships that she wasn't 100% comfortable with and like things happened she, she was just people pleasing and that is rape yeah and 
it kind of shows that like you know she's understanding that because she's older and she's yeah probably and you know I feel like a lot of the that. things that she says like she's processing them for herself as oh well. yeah like in that moment she's probably like recognizing oh I should probably work on that too yes and like but yeah that is an important theme in this movie or just message for this movie like yeah Charlie, Joel. the main character, he lets people do things to him. Mm-hmm. He even say the same about his aunt. Yeah, yeah. He just let it happen. Yeah. I mean, he was a child. He was also a child. And yeah. that probably just, like, rooted in him. Definitely, like, yeah. And he, again, he blames himself for his aunt's death. Yeah. Because she was going to buy him his birthday present and then gets hit in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just puts all that blame on himself mm-hmm. and all this other people's pain. He just puts it on himself. Oh, and that uh, we should trigger warning for sexual assault, depression, suicide, all of those things. I'll put that at the beginning. Thank you. We can like record a clip after yeah. that. But so essentially, like uh, the big people who will watch this movie, right? We can, you know, what? spoiler alert. Who cares? Like the See, big we're like, into reveal. It now. I know the big reveal is like his aunt like sexually abused him, right? As a child, like he was like no more than. Five or six, mm-hmm. and he had these repressed memories, yeah. and probably didn't understand what was going on. Yeah, and even his aunt, she was also abused herself. Yes, she was. Yeah, there's another part in the book where I don't. In the movie, they never. I think in the book they have like this Thanksgiving dinner where you get to see their like extended family, so you get to see like their grandparents and aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. and there's this one story where Charlie's mom and aunt they got like beat up by their dad multiple times over just like having bad grades and stuff yeah and I don't know we don't know specifically how Aunt Helen was sexually abused or anything Mm -hmm. but again his own mom felt that abuse too Mm. at one point yeah even the book has a lot more of like that family dynamics too and there's a part where they're all like sitting in the car and it's like, well, the parents, his brother and his sister, and like his brother and sister are like fighting, mm. and and then all of a sudden his brother takes it too far, and the whole car just like, like that family tension, you know, when like you're like fighting with your siblings, sometimes you just take it too far, yeah, and you just didn't mean it, and your parents are just sitting there like, what is wrong with you? And there's nothing about that. I I didn't That's grow up with siblings, but I kind of yeah, had that with my very little. Yeah, so you can't that, have no, 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 a big no. argument before you had that. No, yeah, I had that with my cousins growing uh, up. Um, I remember this one instance. <laughs> this is stupid too because we were young, but like, um, I think like she, she started it. Of course, she, did. she was <laughs> older than me, but like, she was like. Um, like you're so ugly, like you're you're like your friends don't love you, and like um, I said like something back, and she was like you're so ugly, your mom doesn't love you, and then I was like you're so ugly that like, God doesn't love you, <laughs> and she like stopped everything. She was like, Kayla, that is not okay. You you do even know what you just said. You have to like ask for forgiveness. I was like I'm not even gonna talk to you because. It's, <laughs> and like that that's that was the equivalent. And like we had like other instances where like it was taking way too far. Yeah. But, like, that's something <laughs> specifically but yeah I didn't yeah we didn't get much of the family dynamic we didn't get much movie. of the, we barely saw the dad or anything but they yeah. all had little little stories behind them and in Charlie and the way he writes to because it is literally him writing these letters yeah 
he every single person he finds this like sadness within them oh yeah every single person he writes about he always mentions this little sadness behind their eyes and like you can see that and like like every single character is going through something and i guess he's able to relate to that because like he connects like his sadness to theirs and like honestly i i kind of feel that he just constantly feels bad for people yeah 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 like i guess okay so like were the characters there's like you know that one character what is mary elizabeth going through um i well she has like these rich parents that like ignore her i guess i think <laughs> is her main thing I think she went to like harvard or something princeton yale. oh yeah she got into yale i think yale yeah something like that <laughs> So, I, she's living her best life, but, like, her friend, like, who steals jeans all the time. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, and that then, friend's also rich, right? He says, yeah, oh, yeah. she's rich. I don't know why she does that. Yeah. But everyone's going through something. There's just this blanket of sadness over the movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, everyone everywhere is going through something. Right. But. I like it because every character, they just... They're not one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Every character, you get all these little... Little insights into what they're going through. Yeah. And, we're all going through so much. Yeah, even through, like, in high school. Like, I mean, I didn't have, like, big, like, emotional issues in high school. Right. Like, with other people or anything. But I guess, like, everyone was. And, you know, we grew up in a different, like, high school dynamic. Yeah. It was, um, like, our stuff was all, like, school and related. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't know how much that wasn't a common thing. Like, caring about school so much. It's not the most common high school experience, and I thought that it's it was. It's not. It's until, how we're raised. Yeah. And we're it, raised to be, like, school's the only thing that's important. No, like, I think it was the culture of, like, the group that we were in, like, in high school. where would I be? Yeah. No, I talked to other people, and they're, I mean, like, obviously they were overachievers, but, like, it's not as common to, like, have that, like, oh, I only worried about school all the time. Like, that was my main point of stress. I, it's, I think it's 100% for my parents. Mm. And then... Once you start doing well in school, you're in the same group of people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's, no, like, that advanced group of literally people. Literally, in IB, so like, the same we're people. just constantly surrounded by this culture of competition. Like, right. every single day. Yeah. That's all we see all the time. My, literally, that's why, like, I don't, I, like, that's my source of, like, stress. <laughs> like, over quarantine, I was able to, like, exist as a person, and I was like, I'm not an inherently sad person. I'm not even an, an inherently, like, socially, uh, like, not anxious, but, like, socially, like, what's the word? Not divergent. Like, distant. Yeah, what's the, the phrase? Inept. Yeah, I'm not an inherently... Like, bad at socializing. Not bad, like, distance. isolated. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't like being by myself all the time. I thought that I did... But I don't actually. Like, I learned a lot about myself from quarantine. And essentially, I was like, this isn't... Like, I have happiness inside of me. (laughs) I have a capacity to not feel anxious about things. And I... Like, I am an inherently, like, motivated person. But, like, I can be... I can enjoy motivation as well. And I recognize that, like, all of my... All of my stress and, like, all of my mental health issues stemmed from school Mm -hmm. and like sure like I have like a past of like socially anxious things and like things that happened that like made me that way but for the most part it's school that like kind of because I wasn't depressed over quarantine I wasn't Mm -hmm. anxious all the time Mm -hmm. and then like college starts back up and I am again yeah 
it's a, once you realize what the source of the thing is, but it's so much easier to deal with it, but then it's also something you can't get rid of. No. We can't choose to, I mean, we could drop out, we but it's not, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. For anything, but something you just have to deal with it. Yeah. And, well, I mean, similar to Charlie, maybe he can learn to deal with his own past once he realizes, oh, I was sexually assaulted. Yeah. And once you start, like, acknowledging what the problem is, yeah. that's how you can move towards fixing it, I Definitely. think. Uh, yeah, of course. You know, that's why there's therapy. <laughs> yeah. But, like... So, once he knows... Once he fully uncovers his past. And, yeah, it's a big reveal. Even in the book, I was like, mm-hmm. it's I, so... I had no idea. I thought it was just the trauma from, like, his aunt dying. But it was, Right, like, that's layered. what... And, you know, honestly, even the fact that his, like, friend shot himself the year before, it's something that's kind of just slipped under there. But, like, that's a big impact on people. Big thing. Like, it's a, it's a big thing. Like, I... I've probably mentioned this before, but, like, I had, like, a friend, like, a childhood friend who, like, killed herself a couple years ago. And, like, I wasn't even that close to her toward the end, and it still, like, deeply influenced me as a person. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can't even imagine, like, being 13. I can't. And, like, and your best friend. And, like, that's, he's, like, he has so much PTSD and trauma that he needs to, like, unpack. And, you know, I guess it really influences, like, his personality because Mm -hmm. he's, he's a fairly, like, quiet person. And, like, there's, like, stuff simmering under there, like, a lot of talent, but, like, that's just his personality, and it was it was shaped because of like his. He he just talk. cares about people a lot uh-huh. now. And remember, he gives everyone a Christmas present. Yeah, at their he little does. Santa thing. He understands every people. single, and he got them like the perfect gift. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell, he's probably only known them for a couple months. Yeah, but he knew exactly what to get every single person because mm-hmm. that's who he is. So like he'll listen to people and he'll really understand their personality and yeah. he cares for people yeah. a lot. That was the main thing in the book too when he went with his mom to get to go shopping and find all these presents and stuff mm-hmm. and his mom was like getting annoyed at one point. She was like, just pick something, they'll like it. And he was like, no, it needs to be the perfect, the perfect gift. And yeah. he like takes her to all these different stores and has to find everything. Yeah. And he, again, in the book, he's like giving presents to his family too and like they all just love it because it's exactly... Like, he remembers certain moments and memories. He's like, oh, they would love this. And they do. Yeah. And he's such a caring person. I know. And honestly, like, it's interesting to, like, have a main character that's not... His personality is kind of based off of, like, other people and, like, the way that he relates to people. That's it's It's interesting to not have, like, a character that's, like, a character within themselves. But, yeah, like, that likes to only think about their own problems. Or their yeah, own. That's a, exactly. In a lot of books... I, I know they're the main character, which obviously yeah. it revolves around them. Yeah. But it's almost, like, too involved, mm-hmm. and the side characters feel like side characters. Yeah. Like, like the side character couldn't exist if that main character didn't, didn't yeah. let them. Oh, my God. So, in this story, like, I can imagine Sam as a main character. I yeah. can imagine Patrick as a main character. Yeah. They all are individuals with stories. Yeah. And they don't, their stories don't revolve around the main character's stories, and his story doesn't really revolve around their story. But honestly, there's something kind of heartbreaking about that, because, like, Charlie essentially exists as a mirror for all of them to, like, look at themselves in him and, like, relate. Yeah, and, like, he's, he's really just, he's really just a doormat in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, like, sure, like, he's empathetic, but, like, a lot of empathetic people can, like, absorb too much of others and like that, that's, that's kind of that's his character yeah 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 and is, it's 
It's he's a very unique character. Yeah, he gets balled into like super empathetic and yet has his own past that he has to deal yeah. with and Yeah. But that's like why he's able to like relate to people because right. he understands pain mm-hmm. even if he doesn't know that he understands pain. And then Sam and Patrick, they definitely can also see that pain. Like there's oh, this lone yeah. freshman and he's part of our group now. I love that. They're just like so accepting and just let he's they're not going to let him be a loner kid. But even then, like, you kind of see, like, how... I like that it's not just, like, you know, the group that they stay together the entire time. And it's, like... I don't know. There's, like, this weird thing in movies, like, teen movies. Like, oh, we have our friend group. And unless there's, like, a big, like, story thing that's, like, dropped in there that, like, divides yeah. them. Like, friend groups don't naturally exist like that. They dissolve and reappear, like... Right. Like, night and... Like, just constantly. Right. And that happens, The same you know? with, like, sitcoms. Yeah. Like, why are we following the same six people, like... Life is so much more vibrant when you have more than five friends. I know, yeah. No one has just, like, they have, like, pools of friends. Like, I'm and, like, sure different... people have friend groups, but they're never... They're never that perfect. And they're, they're never, never perfect. And they're yeah. never that stable. No. At all. And, like, you see that with, like, the whole Mary Elizabeth thing. Like, they're just, yeah. like... There's always new people coming in, mm-hmm. or maybe some people grow a little more distant. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a core of a friend group, but yeah. you don't do everything together at all times. No. That's <laughs> not what a friend group does. No, yeah. Like... Yeah, you're right. Their friend group felt more realistic. Definitely. Who was the one guy? He just, like, smoked pot. Yeah. And he was... He went to their events. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's it. That's, wow. That's so character. I don't even remember his name. Nope. No. He's just the one that gives Charlie's first, like, mm-hmm. weed brownie. They do a lot of drugs. Like... Oh, yeah. And alcohol. They do a lot of alcohol. <laughs> they do lots of alcohol. Yeah, because, See, they're the cool kids. Yeah, because they have, like, pot brownies, and then one plan to take, like, acid tablets. Yeah. And, like, honestly, why do they go to so I many think... parties? How does Mary Elizabeth balance going to parties and getting into Yale or whatever? Like, well, her parents donate a million dollars to Yale. <laughs> She's probably a legacy student. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's, right. I mean, they'll just show, like, the fun parts of their life. And then uh, the play that they do together. It's like, they have so much fun. Yeah. Honestly, oh, yeah, the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Yes. They do the play. They just kind of play the movie behind and then they act it out on stage. Right. Honestly. But it's popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, It fills the house up. Like, wow. They have a weird town. (laughs) (laughs) They have a gay town. (laughs) But, like, uh, I honestly like seeing that. Scene. Like, okay, I told you, like, when we were watching it, but, like, seeing the scene with, like, the, I forgot what it's called, Creature of the Night or something, like, that song. Right. It brought up, like, a memory for me. Like, I did um, theater in freshman year, I mentioned <laughs> this, and, like, at Districts, um, like, the group before my small group, they did that song. It was the it's weirdest so experience awkward. of my life. Yeah, and, like, they were, they were into it, first of all, but, like, it was, it was really weird. They're, like, two characters on the stage that, like, didn't even like interact they just kind of like said some of the things and it was it was awkward for everyone involved like judges had to watch that and we were just like dying in our seats because we were like why did they who let them do this in the first place but that that brought up those those weird repressed memories high school theater is a weird thing there just be more movies made about that like (laughs) like satire about theater kids Uh, that's a gold mine right there. That's what. That's kind of what High School Musical, the movie, the musical, the movie, the movie, the music, whatever it's called. That the TV series. The, yeah, the series. Oh, okay. The High School you Musical, said the, the, mu- the musical, the series, or something like that. It's satire on drama kids. Yeah, and then there needs to be one on band kids. Yeah, hundred percent on band kids. <laughs> oh my god, Maybe. band kids! Like they're breed of people. Uh-huh. That's like. 
there's like there's groups there's breeds of people you know yeah there's, there's always that there's like a genre of movies made on like the popular kids yeah and there's the this movie's made on like the cool kids yeah like the, we're missing the, the band kid movie the, band kids, the, the theater, theater kid, kid movie the sports kids like there's some yeah okay i guess ish. sports but there's sports movies you know yeah i mean i guess that makes sense but honestly like life people don't exist in like cliques they exist in like breeds and like obviously people i could see patrick as a band kid i could see him as a theater he's a theater kid right He's a th- oh yeah, you're right. But yeah. like, he does have some band kid vibes to him. Sure, but I, I don't think he would play an instrument. I think he would play uh, like a trumpet. Trumpet people are like loud. And <laughs> no, they're not. Oh yeah, no, they're people, not. No people that play trumpet. No, they're not. What do you mean? Um, we know people who. Play, I know who you're yeah. thinking about. Yeah, I think they're the only exception. <laughs> <laughs> no, because any exception, not the rule. Yes, because trumpet people are loud and obnoxious, mm. and they're not. I don't want any trumpet people to come find me or anything. <laughs> because I'm sorry, but okay, I guess it, I can it's see. true. I know the it's other is so true, especially the people in my middle school. That's where mm. I'm basing my okay. band knowledge on. Okay. Oh no, but like high school. No, even in high school. No, yeah, high school band is like. It's like people who choose clarinets are like. The soft-spoken, quiet people. Okay. And, like, 100%. flutes and stuff. Flutes, a little bit crazier. Yeah. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. I know all the band dynamics just from middle school. <laughs> they don't change because it's the same no, people. go off. Go off. Go. And then, let me see. Percussion is, like, either you have no clue what you're doing or there's <laughs> one kid who really likes the drums. Yeah. Honestly, percussionists are, uh, I, I just remember all the band kids talking about them with, like, this weird, like, they're, like... Bigfoot or something like no one knows what they do they're like a weird like cult thing yeah and like they have like their little hallway and like no one talks to them they're just kind of like existing in their own realm exactly because it's and then what other instruments are there the saxophone they're like like, tuba people oh tuba people what other instruments are trombone 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 is a bit like trombones can be obnoxious yeah Off of the band tangent. Yeah, we got a the little caught tent. up there. Um, yeah, so you wanted to talk about, like, Sam. Sam yeah. and her relationship with that college... What's his name? Who knows? I don't know, but she he was definitely 22 or 23 or something. No, 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 like 21, 20, max. Yeah, he's in his 20s at yeah, least, yeah. and then... He was cheating on her the entire time, and, like, he's very much uninvested. That whole question of, like, why do people, um, why do people fall for people who don't treat them well or something Right, which the English teacher, Paul Rudd, words of wisdom, (laughs) we accept the love we think we deserve. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Because... For no, like, just for me personally, I'm like, what does that mean? It's it's (laughs) hard because... Then you have to look inward and really uh, think about uh, the people you're choosing to love. And that's hard because you have to tell yourself no. And you're like, it's a hard thing. <laughs> and then in Sam's case, you can tell, like, she's... She's just constantly chasing after people who don't care about her. Yeah. And she can't... I mean, Charlie's right there and he's, like, so nice to her and everything. And she probably thinks that, like... He's just a little naive freshman who I doesn't know, know about, and like, like he just She thinks that he deserves better than her. Yeah. And then she thinks, oh, this guy 
that's who I deserve to be with. And like, yeah, I mean, she's not even like consciously thinking that. It's just yeah. like subconsciously. Like that's mm-hmm. honestly that's that's a common trend for a lot of women with low self esteem. Yeah, like just, when you get treated like trash, you're just like, oh, I eh, I yeah. probably deserve that. Or yeah, there's probably no one better out there. Yeah, and it's it's weird. This. Like a lot of women are like not attracted to, but like whenever they like get like a medium response from like a guy, they're like. Uh, yes. I'm gonna chase after this. When you, <laughs> like, <laughs> like straight women and yeah. men, and yeah. they're like, "Look, guys, he texted a little heart emoji, <laughs> and that gets them so excited." Oh my god! And you're like, Stop "Yeah, the bare minimum." <laughs> Stop calling me out. I feel, I feel seen. <laughs> the bare minimum. We're so happy with the bare minimum. That's what I like. Other things I've seen is like consent is like the bare minimum, guys. Oh yeah. Like yeah, and like it happens, and we're like. Oh We're just like, oh my god, he asked oh for consent. God. Oh my god. And you're like, guys, it's like, oh my god. The He's whole like, time, yeah. that's the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. We should just all be lesbians. That's it. That's <laughs> the answer. Women treat each other well. That's it. Right. And then men can just deal with themselves. Do whatever. Do whatever. Go to that side of society. <laughs> Women can like I mean, there's labs and stuff Women now where we can just like people. we can just reproduce ourselves. Yeah. But we don't need men. We yeah. literally can get rid of them. We'll just, like, lab inject all our babies. Women and, and non-binary we'll, people. Yeah, that's how we'll grow the population. That's it. Trans Perfect. men are there, but they're on thin ice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is getting borderline. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. Back to Sam. What about gay men? <laughs> what are they? They can, they can form their Wow, society. we're really going to start discriminating. <laughs> we're gonna, okay, we're done. We're done. This is, we're, we're uh, borderline canceled. <laughs> weird yeah it's fine it's fine yeah but yeah her but sam i feel so bad and i think probably in high school too you're like oh this older guy's interested in me and you're like oh this older guy who's in college and i get he wants to be with me like that probably gets in your head too and you think you're cool and stuff and it really she like an 18 year old and uh being with a guy in college that's just really weird to me like I know, yeah. Like a Honestly, college guy and a like, high school girl. Why are you girl? attracted? Like, why are why is that acceptable? Why first of all, why why are college guys okay with that? You know, I don't like, know. Please, unless you were like together it, in high right, school, right? It makes sense. Maybe junior, senior. Yeah, you were together in high school. Yeah. there's a one year that's kind of weird, but yeah. like you're gonna be in college yet. Yeah. But the idea of going out and then you meet a high schooler and be like, I'm gonna date that. And you're not immediately like, oh, let me let me not let me back away. Right. No. No. It's not really Because okay. guys, they like that power. They like to be the dominant over someone. And, oh, yeah, I guess some. And, and, yeah, he probably, no girl his age would actually go for him. <laughs> but he was cheating on, with her, on her See, with someone. See, because he's so. a trash. What, with another yeah. high school girl? Who knows? Who knows? I, that's, I think that's how those men work. It's Honestly, like, I feel like it was kind of like she was the other woman you know like he, it he might probably have been. had like some relationship with like a yeah. college girl and isn't he was, that like, why men they on the side. Or when you see like 50 year old men and they go for like 20 year old women mm. it's like they feel like they can just like take advantage of someone yeah. and the women would just be like oh at least he's like paying attention to me and, and it's like get, that like, this older guy's attention it's also like that thing like you know women are considered more attractive when they're younger while guys as they age they're considered like more valuable but women yeah. like degrade as time goes on which is right just completely so, well, stupid. so it's like age gaps are weird yeah. age gaps are weird okay yeah age gaps are kind of weird not inherently but because of like societal exactly because all the dynamics we put onto them and exactly. all the implications of like yeah this is a younger woman mm-hmm. 
and you can take advantage of that yeah which is not good honestly i like the way that this movie kind of it's a very like relational movie it's not it's all about too many relationships yeah exactly too many but like not in not being about relationships it's yeah, just how it's it not exists. the relationship of like oh he's with me and yeah oh my god you can't believe you said that to her you didn't yeah. text me last night it's yeah. not like the stupid like why dumb relationships are stuff. either like solely about the relationship or solely about the main character and yeah. like this one it's like the you know, blend of everything exactly because that's what real and they're life is. real relationships yeah with like real pain and yeah. real hardship and they don't and no one ends up with anyone that they want well, to be I mean, with sam is with charming i don't mark? think see again that's a big question mark yeah because it's bittersweet of like oh yeah they have feelings for each other yeah but she's off at college yeah so and he's gonna be in high school for a long time for another time. three years yeah so I don't think they're ever going to work out no. unless, I don't know, like in the real world, like 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, they meet That's like again. a whole other thing, but yeah. they're just kids. Yeah. So they're not taking it seriously. Like they didn't seem like, they they didn't have like the weight of the relationship on them. Mm-hmm. It was obviously just more like casual and like, yeah. it was more pure that way. It was just like that innocent love of uh, like, yeah. I like you, you like me, and yeah, maybe we should have been together before, but right. it is what it is. Exactly. And they didn't, like, dwell on it. They yeah. just moved forward. Yeah. And that's sweet. And, you know, Charlie, I, I just, what's he going to do the year after? He All his I know, friends right? Left. No, but, like, but he, I think he's more yeah, open he's now. Yeah, he's more open now. He's less repressed, probably. Yes. So, a lot of things happened to him in that year. I think um, I'm kind of reminded of the movie... The Netflix movie, like, I think it was, like, the half of it or something. I've never seen it. With, like, do you remember? It was, like, the, but did you see, like, commercials for it? Like, it was over quarantine. No. It was, like, this girl um, in, like, a small town. Like, she's Asian-American. And, like, there's, that's kind of a part of it. But, like, there's this, like, guy who, like, likes this other girl. And he has her, like, the original girl, right? Like, love letters to the girl on his oh, behalf. Oh, so do the girls fall in love? Yes! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> but it's more, it's a very natural movie and like, it's very much like up in the air, like, oh, do they actually end up together and like, all these different things and it's, right. it's very you know, just messy and real and it reminds me of that kind of dynamic. Yeah. Except it has a softer indie lens <laughs> so it's easier for me to process. Yeah, I've been liking... Same thing, I've read Normal People, and I watch the show and everything. I The idea of the relationships that you don't have to put a label on it, it's, it's just, like, organic. And, exactly. and in that sense, they, like, grew up together, and you just always relate. I don't know, just, like, having a conversation with people, and, like, you find that love differently than if you put a label on it and be like, I have to take her out to prom and I have to like yeah. date and like all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, you don't need to go out on dates no. or all of that like you should spend time with people because you want to, you know? Right. All like, of relationships need... are because you want to do things, not because you have to do Yeah, them. and it's so much it's more a, precious. It's a relationship, not an obligation ship. <laughs> I just tell myself that recently. But yeah. I got that off Pinterest. No, I mean I came up with that myself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> But, like, do we crave that because we don't have it? I think you're right. Something about, like, that commitment, obligation, the words that people put on relationships. Yeah. That makes it scary. The point of those words to be. are to, like, have, um, they're not to, they're, they're, like, to have it 
a little bit more steady, maybe. Yeah, exactly. It's the and point like, of those words are not to be pressure. It's to be like a loving, like definition. you support someone. Yeah, something. exactly. And something about like people will say commitment, and mm-hmm. then like something you have to like do and like work on it. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel natural for yeah. me. But the thing is, like, some, you know, once you get to, like, a serious point in, like, relationships, in any form of relationship. It's different in, like, marriage. Yeah, but, like, you have to, like, relationships aren't just, you know, feeling. They're also, like, choice. I know. But early on, like, in our age, like, we don't have to think about that. Yeah, so there's something, like, like Sam and Charlie and, like, they don't do, it's not, like, the commitment or, like, obligation or any of that. It's just, like, very natural to me. Yeah. Like, nothing about it. It, well, first Charlie did have a very like middle school crush vibe on her, yeah, and yeah. that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't thinking necessarily to be with her or anything. He was fine with just watching her from a distance. Yeah, and that's and, like, probably a character flaw too. True, he's too happy with just watching her and thinking that she's happy doing her own thing, and he won't make that first step mm. to go and ask her out or anything. That's like he is a wallflower. He's that's a wallflower. Kind of, yeah, and it, it's like. Come on, Charlie. Like you deserve that love too. Yeah, so yeah. to go out and ask for it is like the next step. You can't. I the main message is you can't be the wallflower. Yeah, you have to go there, out there, there are and no live perks your to life. Being a wallflower. There are yeah. Unless you want to be one dimensional and like. That's what Charlie. He's the he's the one who's on the sidelines. He's not experiencing his life. Yeah, he's not trying he's to just take observing. control. He's just trying to observe and. It hurts more that way. I think, but that's probably, like, a coping mechanism to, like, yes, he can't. Because he didn't want to, like, in the past, like, the fact that, like, experiencing that, he he doesn't want to have to confront the things that he did experience. Mm-hmm. So if he's just constantly, like, not checked out, but, like, in behind the scenes. Yeah, exactly. A little bit, like, there's a if there's a little bit of glass, he can be protected from mm-hmm. the reality of his existence. Yeah, it is a little protective mechanism yeah. if you don't want to... Like, going into, like, making friends and forming relationships, you are going to get hurt, so it's scary. He has to take that step and be willing to feel love, but yeah. then also might get hurt in the process. That's something that I am learning how to do, honestly. It's like, hard. Honestly, I have difficulty, um, like, being myself around people initially. Like, it takes mm-hmm. me a while it to open up. It takes me a long time. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, like, do you know why for you? I don't know mm. I just something about it takes me a long time to feel comfortable yeah I don't know if it's like I'm scared of showing myself to people yeah or I just think they'll be disinterested Definitely. so I'll try to like pretend to be someone until I become comfortable showing myself but yeah. I have no idea why yeah I think mine is like I in listen I'm not a psychologist or like anything <laughs> but like I've like thought through like kind of my past and whatever and like in a lot of my developmental stages, I was, like, bullied and constantly... I, I went to in a private school, <laughs> very few people, only African-American student in any sense, and, like, I was different in numerous ways. Like, I was different financially. My family did not have as much money as everyone else. I was different culturally, different in my interests, all these different things. And, like, you know, I looked different than everyone. So, like, constantly I was... Because I, I was a pretty outgoing kid, and I was the kid that like wanted to be friends with everybody Mm -hmm. and I was I exuded my personality and then it was like whatever whenever I did that I would be either made fun of or rejected and isolated and so I tried to um it it, it subconsciously I 
started like repressing anything that I thought was like unique to me or like my personality I just wanted to be like everybody else Aww. and so I was became like I, I would rather be the quiet kid than like the weird kid mm-hmm. and so like having that constant for years just negative response to my personality and like connecting with people I subconsciously am constantly afraid of judgment in relationships and so that's why it takes me a while to like yeah. open up to people because I don't know if I can trust everyone with you know myself yeah there's something yeah I always admire people that when you first meet them they're on like just so open yeah and like it's they're willing to share amazing. and everything that let's literally like Patrick in this sense it's yeah like, that for you the second you sit with them they're like hey do you want to come over and do this or do you want to do this and like he literally just immediately invites him to a friend group and like to for someone who is so used to being on the side of everything mm. to feel that immediate acceptance from a person yeah it's it's like they don't realize how much it means to mm-hmm. a person like yeah. that yeah it i'm just like if you're like nice to like the quiet kid or the shy kid or whatever you have no idea how much it means to that person yeah it means a lot to for someone to just come over just little things like hey i like your outfit yeah. you just made that person's day <laughs> like it's incredible mm. the things that we can do we have no idea yeah honestly yeah you you know relationships are hard but i realize that i'm i'm a social person i like connecting with people yeah and so it's 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 worth it i know i I feel like i'm personally just a little picky (laughs) (laughs) with people yeah and i I feel bad about it sometimes yeah but i'm picky like i'll i'll make that effort to be like i'm only open up to certain people or like Mm. I'm not the person to do, like, small talk or, like... No, yeah. Like, even acquaintances. In the back of my head, I'm like, they don't really care about me. I don't yeah. really care about them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, like, a very all-or-nothing type of person. Oh, one, me in every aspect well, of my life. I think me... Not every aspect, but for me, when, like, getting to know people, yeah. it's, like, all-or-nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like understanding people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's how I relate to people. I just like to understand them and, yeah. like... That's because I think there's just you know beauty in every person like that uniqueness and whatever. Yeah, there is. And so like no matter what like that's why I don't really like small talk. I want to like just kind of get into like you know whatever. I just want to talk to a person. I just want to like know you. Tell me your trauma. Tell me your past. Yeah. Let's get into that right now. But it's yeah, but that takes a couple of steps. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, with some people, some people it doesn't. Yeah, it depends on the person. Yeah. People are crazy. (laughs) They're all over the place. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, like, I do feel like there are some people that I could never do that with, but... Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Or the people you just, like... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. Relationships are good, though. It's just hard to put yourself out there all the time. Yes. So we talked about Patrick's relationship, Sam, Charlie, and then Charlie and Mary Elizabeth. They just kind of... That was so weird. Yeah. He just... Like, it's just funny. It was, it was funny, but it, it was also, like, very telling of his character. He just did it because he thought that's what, what she wanted. wanted. And he... Which, I feel bad for... Mary Elizabeth, it's gotta hurt. True. It's gotta hurt a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, she didn't know she was forcing it, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, She, like... Because that's just her personality. Yeah, she just kind of... And when someone herself. doesn't... He didn't raise any objections, mm-hmm. so you're not going to... You're not going to think about it. Respecting your own boundaries is yeah. something that I'm learning <laughs> yeah. about. But, yeah, I mean, that was um, 
interesting. And I was like, honestly, I feel like that could have happened to me at some point. Like, right. I'm such a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I will not say, like, what I'm thinking or really? feeling. Especially if I think that the other person is, like... Like, and even in a friendship, like, if I think that they're, like, thinking the opposite, I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to, like, just shut up about that. Like, I don't need to express this. <laughs> um, for me, it depends, but, like going to say that you're dating someone yeah at that point you have to say something yeah you have to because you're gonna yeah. say boyfriend girlfriend and you don't actually want that you you have to uh, okay yeah <laughs> sure okay yeah okay yeah sure i mean do you want to share no <laughs> i wasn't even thinking about that that's exactly what happened to me but, like, in a different yeah. way, because uh, it was, like, both of us are, like, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I guess communicating. Sure, communicating. That, I guess in the movie, too, like, Mary Elizabeth just won't shut up on the phone. Yeah. Over-communicator. Yeah. Charlie's an under-communicator. Yeah. Wow, what a pair. <laughs> I know. They did not fit at all. No, Mary Elizabeth probably just, like, thought he looked cute. and like, Yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah. But then... For him to kiss her best friend mm. and say that her I best know. friend is the prettiest yeah, girl, that was, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, and I, I mean you can't blame anyone, but no, it's gotta hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, that was so awful. Like that scene. I was yeah, like, ah. <laughs> ah, very this, awful. The secondhand embarrassment. Which I mean, I, you can kind of blame Charlie. Like, sure, he's like the nice kid and everything, but like. I guess that's when he really realizes how responsible he has to take responsibility yeah. for his, these feelings. Yeah, exactly. He owes it to Sam to tell her how he yeah. feels. He owes it to Mary Elizabeth to tell her how he can't. Yeah. yeah, so he has to move past the trauma little by little. Yeah, somehow he owes it to himself mostly. He doesn't yeah. necessarily owe it to other people, but like I guess at that point he did. <laughs> but yeah. like to himself, you know, respecting he owes yeah. and understanding needs, his boundaries. He needs to understand needs. he deserves to be happy too. He does. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Okay, so relationships, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the I am, I feel infinite. Yes, I feel infinite. That was, I feel like, first of all, that's the perfect line to describe that scene. Even, like, being in a car at night when you're, like, on, like, a long road trip or something, mm-hmm. or, like, in a city and, then, like, there's not that many you cars around. You see all around. the twinkling lights yeah, around. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, maybe soft music playing, you're, like, half asleep. Yes. And there's just this quiet this comfortable beautiful quiet and you feel like time will never end you feel like you never want to leave that stretch of time Mm -hmm. and that's that's a beautiful way to say it like infinite you feel very infinite at the moment like there's nothing nothing else exists except except this moment yeah this time i feel infinite it's like vague enough that everyone can kind of derive their own meaning from that phrase yeah and for me when he says, I feel infinite, it's hard because even at that point, I mean, it's not necessarily they've reached, like, a happy ending. Like, everyone, like, they're leaving for college, and that's sad, and he's, well, no, like... the first time he says it is when they, like, are, you know, just meeting, like, they're driving No, he says back. it at the end. No, he says it there. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he says it at the end and in that moment. No, he only yeah, says it Yeah, he does. No, 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 he does, because... Have, he doesn't say it twice. Yes, he he says no we way. are infinite or something. He, no, he only doesn't at the say very it. End. No, because I know because I let me look. Let me see if I wrote it because I can see the points where I wrote it. 
Yeah, it's see, it's in the middle when I wrote it. I feel infinite. Mm-hmm. In the middle. In the middle. It's when it's the first time when the David when the David Bowie song plays and like she, like goes out and like they're doing the thing. And yeah. He, says that. he doesn't say it at the end. No. I, well, I, think... I was wrong. <laughs> it's fine. Ignore me. <laughs> so like it's not even like he's that close with the people. Yeah. Like, then either something very personal. Yeah. He's having this. Um, it's just this like inward reflection and it's something it's just so you can't explain what that I feel it's something like I just understand based on what he's saying Mm -hmm. like I felt it before whatever Mm -hmm. infinite means yeah it's just something so large so like infinity the idea of like it's a concept you can't even explain it it's just something so big that I feel infinite is a perfect way to describe like there's that feeling of togetherness and you're just like in the moment and Mm -hmm. you don't really think about anything else and I don't know he just feels like himself it's like your existence melds into everyone else everyone else everything else like the time and space that you're in yeah like you are you have a resonance with Mm -hmm. that the vibrations of yeah you feel like you're it's bigger than yourself yeah and but not in like a scary way and like I'm a part of comforting yeah exactly like, I am encapsulated by this moment, and it's yeah. protected. I know, and we don't feel that often enough. No. Well, I mean, I feel like having it not that often is, like... What makes it, it more makes profound. It, yeah, special. And it's it's usually, you know, in specific hours of the night, or, like, in specific time, with specific people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've ever really felt that way in a positive way by myself. Usually if I feel, like, endless, huh. it's, like... 3 a.m. I'm laying on the floor face down and I'm just yeah not crying but like everything (laughs) is overwhelming (laughs) that's that's whenever I feel there's like there's forms of endlessness that kind of feel like you know like the positive end like endless and like it feels very daunting I'm in this moment and like I go on forever because everything else goes on forever as opposed to like you know everything is so much all the time and like it's 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 like I'm too much. This is too much. That those are usually when I'm by myself at night. Mm-hmm. I, every time I can only think. Anytime that I have that feeling, I'm usually on the floor. I don't <laughs> know why. I find something comfort, comforting about laying, lying on the floor. About like sitting on the floor. on the floor. It's grounding to me. <laughs> grounding. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I feel infinite. When it's it's like immense joy. I think recently. I mean, I've been. Well, I don't think it's joy. Joy is not. The best emotion. I, I think, think it's it's like this contentment. Yeah. yeah, it's that's this the, feeling of yeah. peace. Yeah, I've I don't know. I've been handling being better on my own, mm-hmm. obviously lately. Yeah. So I don't know. I've felt that contentment. I think mm-hmm. more recently than um, at least by myself. Yeah, I think I'm better at that. Yeah. But it's just so hard to describe when you're feeling content. Mm-hmm. And for me, sometimes it also feels strange because I've been so used to feeling like unhappy or stressed or blah, 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 that when you do feel that contentment, it feels a little like where it feels overwhelming. Yeah. Honestly, for me, sometimes it feels like it's going to end at some point. Yeah. You get scared of it ending. Yeah. And But then that's what I feel infinite encapsulate. Am I saying that word right? Encap- 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 encapsulates. Encapsulates. 
it won't end and he's not scared of it ending he's yeah. just you he finds that infinite moment within the moment itself yeah that's i mean i'm thinking the fall in our stars you know that john green quote wait which one <laughs> there's a lot um so well i guess spoiler alert for fall in our stars at the end yeah. when gus dies and hazel's like giving the eulogy she says like you, you know how there's like an infinite there are infinite numbers between the number one and two like there's 1.9 1.92 1.93 yeah. and there's infinite numbers between all those numbers yeah. and she says like gus gave her that little infinity between the two so beautiful <laughs> right and there's something like like little moments that feel infinite is so like paradoxical mm, mm-hmm. but you just when you feel everything at once and when life is just moments that you live and it's just this is just so hard to explain oh no definitely because it's a feeling it's a feeling i feel like i don't get that as often um as i wished because like i'm constantly aware of like everything else all the time yeah i I honestly half the time i just wish that i didn't have the awareness that i did (laughs) because like in almost every aspect of my life like when I'm struggling, I'm aware of why it's happening and I have no control to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when I'm, like, when something good is happening, I'm aware of the fact that, like, you know, bad things have happened before <laughs> and are probably going to happen again. And, like, it's just this constant, like, inner, like... It's, mm. like, like this overthinking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Too. My entire personality is yes. overthinking. Yeah. So then I think it's those moments when you just don't let go yeah 100% let go and yeah. you let yourself dissolve into like everything around you see that only usually that's happens when you feel when exhausted because <laughs> then my brain can't actually like do that I don't think that's healthy no I mean yeah I mean it doesn't happen <laughs> often yeah I'm saying it doesn't happen often no it's but like yeah it's, I, yeah see everyone's different yeah and I feel infinite and there's something that captures like the youth yeah, it, oh, it captures course. like how young they feel. Yeah, yeah. And they find that beauty in like, oh, we're just teenagers and just like, you having have so fun much and an being careless of space, but like in time yes. before you. And well, maybe like you said, they're not, they don't have to think about like those responsibilities or whatever and feel burdened or anything. Yeah, they just feel free. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, I was thinking of like other times with like. Why do car rides make, like, evoke this feeling in humans mm-hmm. <laughs> of, like, I don't know, just playing music and, like, there's cars rushing by and yeah, you're in is... this closed little capsule with yeah, people. I know. And, you and it's s- like other that people movement. are in little capsules. Yeah. And there's pretty lights. And, like, I don't know, whenever I feel like, whenever I'm in, in like, a moving vehicle, other than planes, planes stress me out, yeah. but, like, on the ground, it, like, that the vibrations of like the like the movement of the car mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the speed that you're going at and like that slight pressure it's yeah. very calming to me yeah that's that's wow weird. human beings in their cars <laughs> yeah um yeah that that was a it's a very nice quote that mm-hmm. i like a lot um feels almost too cliche yeah, but I feel like that scene... But it worked. Yeah, it worked. It really did. It and Right, because, I don't know, other movies are, like, during, like, the graduation speech or, mm-hmm. like, during the certain buildup. 
I don't know. Maybe that's why I thought it was at the end of the movie. No, they have. I think he says like we are infinite or something. Yeah. And like um, I wrote at the end, like during that, like the ending scene, I just wrote, I want to feel alive like that. Like it's like that vibrancy of youth, just mm-hmm. that you're just full of energy mm-hmm. and life, and mm-hmm. especially in those moments, you just kind of feel like fully like on fire, right? Like in the most positive way. And like I just feel like I'm just ghosting through life. We haven't. That's what I mean when I first watched the movie. I I felt that emptiness because mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't. Like there's had so that much emotion all the time, to, and to sure that. it's not all like positive in the movie, but like they are constantly feeling. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. I think it's a, it's an interesting comparison because Charlie is not letting himself feel mm-hmm. a lot, but he's like kind of living through everyone else's emotions and constant like feeling and it's finally like in those ending moments and in that car scene yeah he actually is able to like feel and like fill himself with some emotion yeah and it's 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 painful to watch you know him go through that but it's also like I, i guess for us like personally it's painful to like see like other people like living that full of life all the time and I, I can't relate. <laughs> I Yeah, I saw this quote um, that says, that's why, like, when you find yourself, you're stuck at, like, a crappy job or you're in school and you hate everything. And that's when you're in a state like that, inspiration hurts mm. because you feel like you can't act on it. Yeah, you can't, you're reminded of where you're at. You feel suffocated by your own surroundings. Yeah. And I feel that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. When... Because inspiration does hurt when you feel like you can't do something great with it. Yeah. And you're like, I have to sit here and study for a chem exam when sometimes there's a part of me that's like, I just want to go, like, hang out with my friends or, like, watch a movie or, like... But no, I have to sit here and, and do something I don't want. No. Yeah. Constantly, I have, like, this feeling of, like just I feel like most of my life is just setting myself up for like later but like that's you know that's good but I constantly just want to like drop everything and like move to a different country or like be a barista or like we want to feel infinite yeah but I guess you know you can't feel that way all the time and you're never gonna feel that way all the time I know that's what's sad about the movies like they're able to feel it in their teenage years yeah as a viewer you're reminded that like I mean we have felt like that and we should cherish that for what it was and but the, There's something you know, special about. But you know, it shouldn't like have that. to be. The older you get, the less, the further you get from that feeling. It's not, but no. it's just sadly. It, it can be a lot of the time. I think it's just there's that's the sadness in yeah. it. Yeah. You have to go and work a little bit harder to find those moments. Yeah. Or try to make it part of your life. Yeah. <sighs> you have to let yourself be sometimes. Yeah. Too. I need to work on that, just existing. <laughs> I, I'm definitely working on that. I feel yeah. like I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Um, and it's such little things. All it takes is, like, a drive through a tunnel, and you feel all this emotion. That's what's so great about human life. You don't need to necessarily drop everything you're doing. If you yeah. find little moments in your day and you just cherish what you're going through, I don't know. Like, we need to all find little moments like that mm-hmm. instead of like trying to overplay it as this grand gesture yeah yeah just little quiet moments in our lives that can be cherished too maybe yeah. that's that's why the moment felt so natural because it was just like driving with friends it, was just it wasn't 
something about, I don't know, it wasn't a big grand gesture that had taken like all the planning or I don't know. It just it just unfolded within. It was his natural life. because like you could see it happening to anyone, you know. Yeah, and it's happened to us. Yeah, exactly. You could like directly relate to that. Mm-hmm. I just I hate how impermanent those feelings are because like at some point the tunnel's gonna end and you're gonna get but to. But no, that's why he says and I, I feel get infinite. it. No, I get it. Like that's you're supposed to not think about that, but like why I struggle with time so much because it's I feel constantly robbed of like no but this goodness all the time yeah I know I like that I never realized that the significance of putting them in a tunnel Mm -hmm. and that the tunnel's going to end yeah yet he's saying I feel infinite yeah because in that and you know you go through like you know those tunnels with like all those lights around you it just feels like it's never gonna end and you Mm -hmm. just keep going it's like that scene in like Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory when they're like (laughs) on the boat and like that like it's like that it feels endless and but it's not but it's not yeah. but you can feel endless even yeah. though what around you isn't and it's interesting i feel like endlessness is a double edged sword because like yeah. you have like those moments of like crushing pain and like you, you feel like is this ever going to end mm-hmm. and i guess there's comfort in the fact that it will yeah it's what is what is time that duality of like we the, like the bad moments feel long and the good moments feel short mhm what the fuck is that? <laughs> I hate that. I know. And I don't know. The idea of like you have to go through these bad moments to enjoy the good ones. I don't really like that. But that's I mean you can't have good all the time. I don't think No. I the thing is we can't practically have good yeah. all the time. Well no, but, but like if, even if you did, there's like, you know, you know, good life. You know, the hedonistic treadmill, I, constant not, pleasure all the time, right. just like, and you know that's something that we see, like, day to day, like, I know, but, but when you define pleasure, it depends on how you define it, because well, pleasure isn't like, oh, I'm going to eat the finest foods and have the finest clothes every no. day, I mean, like, that sense of contentment, Yeah, it can, you can have a sense of contentment for contentment your entire life. Contentment is different, but, like, contentment is not dependent on the quality of the life you're living, it's dependent on your outlook on it. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, the good so in the sense of... Interpreting. So, like, bad things objectively could be happening to you, but, like, contentment is knowing that, like, this isn't forever, and, like, right. I do have good moments. That's and... what where we could all be yeah. in our lives. But yeah. that's very hard to achieve, and oh, practically, like, it's probably not going to happen. I, I, I hope some point. That's the only thing that I want. To be quite honest, like, I, I am a high, I'm a high-achieving individual, mm-hmm. but... I'm learning that, like, my definition of success doesn't have to be what I think it has to be. Mm-hmm. Yay. We turned this into therapy. Oh, my God. All, We've every, been doing that time. recently. We're Not just, really before. No, I yeah. mean, in our earlier episodes, we... Why have we been getting so personal lately? I'm struggling. I think... <laughs> yeah, I think... Well, maybe everyone's been open up about yeah. everything we're going through. Yeah. And, Everyone's just... Everyone's just tired. Everyone's so tired. Yeah. So we just wanted to share that. Yeah. I guess. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna be starting therapy soon, so I won't have to. Nice. You Yay. (laughs) So if anyone's listening and they're just like, when are they gonna stop talking about their feelings? (laughs) Soon. 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 Yeah. Okay. But you know, I I mean, I like I like talking about things with my friends. Yeah. 
I don't honestly like people say like oh don't use your friend's therapist no use me no, as your therapist because you have to yeah yeah I want to hear your problems and I want to interpret them let's yeah. go let's, let's dive into that yeah sometimes you don't need a professional you know what I mean like sometimes you need someone that knows okay, you yeah as a friend yeah to give you advice and then sometimes you need like an and sometimes you need professional yeah. it depends on your problem depends on what you want yeah but your friends know you better than you think yeah that's true so that's true you can rely on them hmm. Anyway. anyway, perks of being a wallflower. Hope you liked it. Yeah.